Due to some technical difficulties we experienced while recording, this episode may sound a little more disjointed. But I hope you enjoy it nonetheless. Here we are tonight, episode 8. We have Zach back from his um, sabbatical, I'd say. Hang on real quick, I'm an idiot and I left my beer over near my computer. I need to go grab it. Alright, don't worry guys, don't worry, I got it. There, you just heard it over. Yep, I heard it. What are you drinking tonight, Kyle? I have a, ooh, it's foaming. It's a pseudo Sioux. One of my favorite beers. It's out of a brewery called Toppling Goliath out of Decorah, Iowa. They have a very distinctive green and purple T Rex on the can. It's delicious. I did some ice fishing. Ice is thick enough where you can just drive your car right out. Uh, but no luck. I did not catch a single thing. Well, that really it's... sucks. Sorry to hear that, Kyle. Was that Thanks, supposed? To, was that supposed to be your dinner for the month? The fish that you caught? If if that's the way I lived, I would be a lot thinner than what I am. <laughs> Don't worry, I was able to eat last night. All right. <laughs> Alex, how about your weekend? Uh, it was all right. I actually went to the uh, casino down here in Columbus, one of them, and they've got an all-you-can-eat crab leg buffet on Friday night. So, <laughs> dude, that's great. Yeah, and I tell you, it, it there was an hour wait. Sounds stupid, but it was well worth it. And the guy that was dishing out the crab legs, that's just what he did nonstop. There was always a line, just nonstop. Goodness. But, How much does it cost to get into something like that? It was thirty bucks. And if I could have found my, if I could have found my uh, my rewards card, it would have been like twenty seven. But still, it was worth. <laughs> I definitely ate. That much plus more worth of crabs. So it's good. And then I lost 70 cents in slots for the whole night. So not bad. Yeah, it's really not too shabby at all. Nope, not at all. Is that one of those Hollywood casinos? Yep, yep. Same thing. Oh, those are pretty nice. All right. Well, people aren't here to listen about our weekends, although our weekends are incredible. And Alex lives like a a one percenter eating crab leg buffets. And then there's people like me who can't even catch their own food. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Let's let's talk about let's talk about the movie. <laughs> all right. Yeah, let's get let's get subby, boys. Uh, ooh, let's dive deeper. What began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Second Floor Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, Alex the Thoughtful, Jamie the Brain, Kyle El Capitan, and Zach the Backbone present Submersion. Black Sea. So the opening scene to this movie uh, immediately set me off, got me kind of upset. Oh, really? Yeah, well, when Jude Law gets fired, the yeah, guy's just Yeah, you see your experiences like... of getting fired as a submarine <laughs> captain for that salvage company? Yeah, it was yeah. the worst. Oh, man. But, but then the Tore your family like... apart. <laughs> Wrecked my whole life. <laughs> but the- uh... Sent you down a downward spiral that ended up getting you hosting a podcast instead. That's <laughs> yes. a mess. That's obviously not a good idea. That's, that is darn right. Yeah. But so the guy was just like, hey, by the way, we don't need a submarine- let alone a submarine captain. Right. I was like, who are you, man? This yeah. is a marine salvage company. Like, 
You need that. I think they, yeah, I guess the idea was they had like robots doing it now or something. They didn't need someone like actually on a sub. They just used like remote submersibles or something like that. Uh, I guess you could do that. um, I don't know. I guess it's just just another automation taking the job from the working man. Thanks, robots. uh, Yeah. So he gets fired, and uh, they they very briefly show some like voiceover explaining that he's trying to search for a job, but he's honestly he's just a mess. So like his answer right. to the thing, it's like you were in the navy for ten years. Like what happened there? And he's like, I had a disagreement. It's like yeah, you're not getting that job. Right. <laughs> Explain it better. I don't you know. Don't say that in an interview. No. Kind of like oh, you know, I just needed to take some time away from it or something yeah i was taking too much time away from my family and now i'm just focusing on that like there's a bunch of answers you could give that's a lot right. better than we had disagreement end of sentence i'm not talking anymore because i'm a crazy person <laughs> so anyways he's like bumming around he's drinking he's he's like following his ex-wife and kid who he lost as a result of his job being you know he's of kind of away going yeah a little bit of stock just light stocking really yeah nothing too serious no 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 uh i mean kyle does much worse than that <laughs> most days i think um, yeah most days so uh, he he's talk, he's just like shooting the shit with his friends in a pub, and one of them kind of like off the cuff mentions, "Oh, by the way, like when I before I was fired, we went and did a job out in the Black Sea, and we met with the Republic of Georgia, and the Republic of Georgia they had found Nazi gold, which is a great, I mean, bum, bum, bum. great plot point. So like we found they found Nazi gold, but because of a conflict with Russia, they couldn't get it." Russia couldn't get it, and we couldn't go down and get it because they had to work it all out before we could. Right. So it's just sitting there. And they had estimated it at that point at like $40 million or so, I guess. Right. They, I don't know where they came up with that I'm not sure where they came number. up with that. Because even, yeah. So anyways, he, they, he decides, okay, we're going to get a crew together and we're going to go to an investor. So he gets with this investor that this guy, this other, one of his friends knew, I guess. They go and get a meeting with a rich guy. Stereotypical yep. rich guy. He's just a rich guy sitting there eating grapefruit or some shit. In a mansion. It's pretty mansion. funny, though, when he's introduced because the guy who's, like, set up the meeting is like, all right, just do not ask him his yeah. name. Do not ask him how much money he has to invest in this. And what's the first thing yeah. Jude Law does? He just walks in. Hey, here's so-and-so. What's your name? He's like, what's your name? How much money do you have to yeah. invest in this? And so it's explained that he's going to give them, like, $180,000 for us to buy a submarine or to rent a submarine. I don't even buy a submarine. I don't know. Which seems you think, real low. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. I was going to say, wow. We definitely could start working towards getting our submarine if that's right. the cost. I mean, I guess if, if, the end, the... if it's going to be a Russian one in Crimea, we, it may not be the best time to be doing that. But but we could certainly yeah. talk to a bank and yeah. maybe get see if they can put it as like a mortgage or something. Yeah, get a mortgage on our submarine. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so they decide, okay, we're going to get this crew together. And it's like a ragtag group. It's got to be half Russians or at least a number of Russians because it's going to be a Russian sub. So they're not going to know how to work it, but they're going to have these Russians to help them out, oh. read charts, work the engine, like kind of the important things because they're not going to know how to do sonar. Sonar guy has to be Russian. They're not right. going to know how to work the engine. Rush, uh, engine guy has to be Russian. And then the chart guy also has to be Russian for a variety of reasons. So like- they can be the captain, they can steer, they can help with, uh, or the recovery. I mean, the big part that the English people have is they're going to be the guys kind of diving. And they have a right. psychopath as the main diver. They're like, oh, who do you know that dives? Like, well, that guy, but he's a psychopath. Like, <laughs> you know, get him in there. Yeah. And you yeah. might, everybody probably now and recognizes him. He's been gaining a lot more popularity in recent years, but it's Ben Mendelsohn. I don't even know who that is. Who, who was he? He's in, um, he's in Star Wars Rogue One. Oh, okay. He's like one of the main bad guys. He's okay. also in the show Bloodline. Okay, and he's always playing a character that's very similar to who he is in this movie. And yeah, he's I re- really good at. I, it. I recognize. I mean, you, you there's some recognizable faces here, but a lot of them are oh. kind of lower, lower. I mean, Jude Law's obviously right, the main guy. 
And so uh, right before they leave, they're trying to get in contact with his friend who kind of set everything up. And then yep. he's informed by this young guy that he actually killed himself. So he was on de- he was anti- on antidepressants. He had lost his job and it was supposed to be a guess that he was going to get an insurance uh, claim, life insurance. So, you know, just to set up, set up for his family and not do this risky job, he instead kills himself and whatever. I'm, and in the end, we're not really sure in the end, but you'll see why. We're not really sure in the end that was real right. or true. But uh, anyways, a young guy comes who says like, oh, yeah, I used to he used to help me out and I was informed. So and, and part of that information was to also inform you. And he goes, they're, they're now down a person on their crew. So he's like, come on board to this young guy who has no experience on a sub. Right. It's like it's literally like if me or Kyle were asked to be on a sub and we're like, OK. But at least we've watched all these submarine movies. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even I'm not sure that's going to help us. No, not at all. So anyway, they... So it's a rust bucket a la... Oh, yeah. yeah. They, a la they down sh- periscope. I mean, it's real down periscope situation right now. It is, because they show a picture of it, and it's just a rusted it's piece of shit. shit. Oh, yeah. It's even shittier. And it's funny is, like, the bank guy's like, you're not seriously going to buy this. And he's like, "It's we're going to sink. And then they have a really great line, which is like... Boats are like old whores. Oh, well. Yeah. The old ones know how to ha- look after you best. Yeah, and so, but then the guy, the guy's like, it's going to sink. And someone's like, oh, fucking useless if it don't. <laughs> I like that line, too. Oh, yeah, that is good. Yeah. And then the, the other funny thing that happens during this whole fix em up scene is that the young guy is kind of carrying around mops and stuff, and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, I'm trying to find the windows to clean. I was told to clean the windows. Right. And they're like, ha, there's no windows on a sub other than in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which we saw windows on. Exactly. Yep. Uh, and they're like, like, no windows on a sub. And then he's like, well, what's the broom for? And the kid goes, and there's no chimney either, is there? <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, it is some Wood-burning fireplace stuff. on a sub. Yeah. But so this is yeah. uh, also, when we get into here, Jude Law informs the whole crew. Yeah. Here's the agreement with the financier, whatever. He's going to take, was it like 40% of 40 yeah, million? Yeah, 40% of up to 40 million, 20% after that. And by the way, we're splitting everything after, you know, our cut, we're all splitting it evenly. Yeah. So that becomes a big problem. It does become a big problem. And it's interesting. It's interesting because, so in the end, that gives them about 2 million each or somewhere around there. Right. With the amount that they first somehow calculated. Yeah. And so everyone's kind of, but it creates some tension. And, and the bank guy tries to explain why, although I'm not sure the bank guy's solution to it was much better. But he says, like, you need to you need to give them a flat fee. And I think the main thing that the bank guy would have done is don't tell anyone else what they're getting. Like, the problem was he informed everyone at the same time that they're right. all getting even splits. Like, they, she should have negotiated separately and secretly and gotten some base fee for what they were doing. That way, no one could be like, you're getting paid more than me. And, or like the same as me, even though you shouldn't kind of stuff. Right. Like, the, like one of the things is like the young guy getting the same amount really sets off the Russians. And then the Russians getting the same amount sets off the Americans or the uh, the British because right. the cost of living is so much different in, in the UK versus Russia. So they're like they're getting way more than us comparatively because mm-hmm. they're, they're going to go home to their shithole, as, as they say, not my words, <laughs> Donald Trump's words, really. <laughs> and uh, and so it's, it's a lot of tension. And, and the first way that they're, they so they end up diving and they're going along and there's just really mundane stuff. They hear a Russian battleship or something and they evade it. It's very it's like, close. Like, yeah, they just turn off the things. It goes by and then they turn it back on and keep on going. But the main thing that happens here is the Russians start to try to antagonize the young guy and try to get him to kill himself. Like that's the idea is like if right. you can get him to kill himself, that's more share for them. And that's and, what the bank guy actually brought up earlier. Right. That was the thing. Yeah. And this is when I was like, ooh, this is this is going to take a dark turn. It's going to get like, real juicy. Yeah. People are going to, what if people realize that the less people there are, the greater their share. It's yeah. like, we talked about the serial killer sub movie. 
Yeah. The only thing, the only thing I don't understand is like I, I like the thing he seemed to suggest you just give them all a flat fee and right. unless they were going to go to the trouble of negotiating each individually, which first of all, bank, I should have thought about that earlier than when they were on the sub. Like if that was yeah. really his idea, you have to go through and ask Jude Law, like how much are each of these people getting? Let's negotiate this now. Like you can't just be, oh, shit, you said they all get a flat. Like, of course, he's going to say something at some point about how much they're going to get. Like right. the instant he informs them they're getting Nazi gold, the first question out of everyone's mouth is how much are we getting paid for this then? Yep. So like, it, I mean, the bank guy was kind of yelling at Jude Law, but it's like you had like a week or something to talk to Jude Law about this and get everything hammered out and tell him not to tell the crew. But like you didn't. And that's your fault. So like, yeah. fuck you. It may sound like we're elaborating on this a lot, but they really well, no, bring it up a it lot. Is the, in the it movie. is the biggest thing, it biggest is. part of the movie in the end. You'd think it'd be evading someone or something, but this is a different type of sub movie. Right, it's a this is a hunting one. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty exciting. And so, because they're trying to antagonize this young guy, they have him working in the engine room, and there's some Russians down there. And I was trying to pay it close attention to what he was supposed to do down in the engine room because they're mm-hmm. pretty explicit. Like, if they say the word that starts with B, he's supposed yeah. to turn this certain knob to the right. If they say a word that starts with M, turn it to the left. I didn't, I can't remember the words exactly because they're right. Russian, but like it was B and then, and I, I thought he did the right thing. So I think it was like a, a scheme to make him angry and make him sad and try to get yes. him to kill himself. So because they say something, I thought it was the word that starts with B. The kid turns it to the right. That's the correct direction as I remember it. Yeah. And then it sprays the guy seemingly harmlessly in the face with some some steam and he gets all angry at the kid. Yes. But as a result- Well, also of, during this time, so right before yeah. this- they found out that they're right on top of the U-boat. Oh, we yeah, they, they, yeah they, they, they're, they're basically arrived. But, but so they need to fix a generator before they can dive right, down Right, so that's deeper. what the, the Russian guys, the Russian guy in the engine room is trying to fix it. So that's why we're kind of focused on the engine room at this point. Like, he's trying to fix that. So they're turning some things on and off, and the young guy does this thing and, you know, causes causes some issue. But then, like, the British guy who's having some issues with the Russians himself kind of comes in and there's a tussle. Yeah, Ben Mendelsohn, this yeah, is that guy. Yeah, and so there's a little bit of a tussle down there, and it ends up resulting in... Uh, an explosion, right? Well, all right. So, but they yeah. have to they have to pull fuel from the generator. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And they have it in these buckets in sitting the buckets, there. Yeah. And Mendelssohn just walks down, and he's like, "Why are you guys always like picking yeah, on the yeah. kid?" And he ends up stabbing one of the dudes right in the right, chest. Yeah. And then he falls down, hits a bucket, goes in the generator. Huge explosion. Huge explosion. So like it sinks explosion. the whole freaking yeah. boat. So the boat sinks, and we go way past Khrushchev. No, that's actually not true. Uh, they know that they didn't. They they know that they must have landed on the ridge where that U boat is because they didn't go past Khrushchev. They're basically like we'd be crushed right now mm-hmm. if we had fallen to the bottom of the Black Sea. Instead, we must be on one of these two ridges. And so they do a little bit of sonar, and the sonar guys like, well, this is after. So during this time, Jude Law is knocked out. For like eighteen hours. Oh yeah, yeah, and then yeah, because the explosion, because the explosion, the ex- yeah, and the and the and the banker guy gets stabbed in the leg or gets hurt, his leg gets yeah. stabbed, but it doesn't really come into to play. But so now it's just like it's stuff. the Russians versus the British people. Yeah. Like the Russians have one half the sub, the Brits have the yeah. other, and so they got to like mend ties, and eventually they're able to, and they get the sonar. This guy. one guy who kind of becomes the Russian hero. He's the guy who kind of comes over and is like, "I can speak English. Let's hammer this out." Right. And he kind of works with the sonar guy to figure out that they must be in one of two spots: either they're right next to the sub, and the sub is what they're seeing, or they're on the other ridge near this tiny hill, and that that's what they're mistaking right for the sub. And so Jude Law's like, "Well, we have a chance here. Like, either we're dead." Right, mm-hmm. or we can go over to that sub, which is similar to our sub. Grab their drive shaft, yep. fix our engine, and we can surface. 
And so everyone's like, well, we have to give it a shot because doing nothing is nothing. Like, he he just he already destroyed the radio, which was kind of a interesting scene. <laughs> He was so he like Jude Law's like a crazy person. So they get they start arguing about money, and at one point he just destroys the radio. <laughs> it's like because okay. somebody had a lottery ticket. Yeah, and knew that he had won. So it's yeah, just like, like, how, how did, did you know? know? Better destroy this. The only way we're going to survive at some point. Yeah, it's like okay. Think we need to communicate <laughs> with anybody? Hell no. Yeah, it's like it's literally the most coincidental as you can be. It's like he won a, the lottery. Like how much rarer of an event could you get to, for <laughs> someone to destroy a radio? It is a very weird thing. Yeah, so then they're like, oh, we don't have enough people. Some people had died and stuff in the explosion. And I go, well, we do have enough. We do have the the original two people that were going to dive, and we have the young kid who can go out as well. They have three dive suits, just enough oxygen to do one trip over there. But somebody even brought up before they went over there, um, and Popular Mechanics actually like did an article on the science of this movie. They were like, isn't that drive shaft going to be like totally rusted and well, destroyed? Well, and they mention it in the yeah. Thing, they're yeah. like, well, no, the black sea is anoxic, which means that there's no oxygen yeah. like down here. And so, popular mechanics said, "Is this possible?" And they said, "The black sea is a combination of fresh water and salt water. Because of the higher density, the salt water sinks to the bottom and remains mostly separate from the fresh water above." This means the air acquired through the waves on the surface can never make its way down to the salt water. So without oxygen, the deeper water serves as a natural preservative for metals. So mm. it's totally And they correct. even explain, they say like, oh, they found Russian, I mean, a Roman ships down there perfectly preserved. So like, that's like way older. So why not Crazy. the submarine? And so they go out and they start, the divers go out and they're kind of walking along and they find a hill and they're like, shit, we're screwed. Like it was a hill. It was a hill. And all of a sudden, he brushes away some mud. He's like, "Oh wait, no, it's sub." And I was like, yeah. <laughs> "It just like is perfectly on the swastika yeah. on the side yeah. of the sub too." So like, "All right, we got the right." Yeah, place. fortunately for him, uh, everyone on board hasn't killed themselves at that point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they waited the extra five minutes to make. Oh wait, no, it actually is a sub. My bad. Yeah. And uh, and so they hop on board, and of course they get the drive. He's like, you know, get the drive shaft. So the young guy and the and the older guy they're getting the drive shaft, and the crazy person walks on the sub and sees. Way more gold than he they expected. Yeah, it's like a hundred and eighty million dollars worth of gold rather than the forty million. So yes, like they would get so much money. So they start bringing the stuff back and they've piled the gold in there. It's four tons of gold, and they're having a lot of trouble getting it over there because it's trying to. They're trying to drag it through the mud, and in the process, everyone's like, dump the dump the gold. Mainly the mainly the banker, the banker guy. guys like dump the gold, dump the gold. Like this is too dangerous. Dump the gold and kind of true to form. The older guy who's with him, you know, gets knocked off the ridge and yep. falls and dies. Which is, I mean, I guess if that gold would have gone, well, you would have just lost the drive shaft. That would have been gone down the yeah. ridge too. And so just, they would have died, yeah. Yes. The banker guy is really telling him to dump the gold because he's like, I got to tell you something. Yeah. So he's, got, they're, they're I'm going to drop a bomb on yeah, you Yeah. Right so they're now, arguing but. about whether they should bring the, even bring the gold in. Let's just bring the drive shaft in, surface, leave that gold. That was stupid. But Jude Law is like, who's got his dick out right now? Is it you? Oh, I didn't. Oh, that's weird. I thought you. I thought I had my dick out. I'm the captain. He looks down. He's like, oh, wait. That's weird. I totally do. I do. My little British dick with a top hat and a monocle. That's mine. And so. <laughs> have a cane, too. Yes. Uh, and then he's like, no, I'm the captain and I want to do it. And so the guy is like, I need to talk to you and takes him into a, a different compartment. And it's basically like, uh, this is all a giant ruse like we are you are going to jail like, yeah uh, <laughs> this basically, is all set up by your old company your old company fired you somehow i don't know got into your head well can you're gonna like you're gonna get this gold you're gonna surface and you're immediately gonna be yeah, taken by the elaborate. russian yeah. fleet 
it's real elaborate because there's two uh, two people involved. They're basically like, we're going to fire this one dude, but first we're going to take him to the Black Sea, kind of plant that seed in his mind. Right. And then we're going to fire the captain, and he's going to go talk to his buddy, and then they're going to concoct the scheme, but we're going to put the banker as like a contact for the other guy, and that banker is going to make sure that when they surface everyone gets arrested and maritime law says that the company gets to keep the gold or whatever and then split it with the Georgian government or something. Wouldn't the banker get arrested too? Yeah, but I think that would be part, like, he'd probably be a whistle, he'd be like a whistleblower or something. He was the guy that informed them that it was happening, blah, 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 all that stuff. So anyways, rightfully, everyone goes Ape shit. I mean, yeah, like, like, we're going to kill it. We guy. are literally going to kill that person. And Jude Law's like, oh, like, he doesn't kill that person. He gives him like a belt to like lock himself in a room. Mm-hmm. Just he's like, if they get past me, maybe that will stop you from dying or whatever. Yes. But, you know, in the end, he it basically breaks something in his brain. He's like, he just keeps on babbling about like, this is what they do. They really, they, 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 you know, fuck the little person, these companies. They think they can walk all over us, blah, blah, blah. And so he's like, we're bringing that gold on board and we're not just surfacing. We're going to. We're gonna drive. Like, well, but wait, like we're gonna get arrested then. He's like, not if we go to, not if we go to Turkey. Right. So like he's got this crazy scheme, which probably wouldn't work anyways, because probably they get arrested for driving a submarine to Turkey. Turkey would know. be like, I don't know what the Alrighty. rules are on it. <laughs> it's worth a shot, I guess. It's a pretty tumultuous region. I'm yeah. not sure like anyone's gonna <laughs> take too kindly to a bunch of random British people with dead bodies on board, you know, <laughs> showing up, showing up, Nazi and being gold. like, "We got all this Nazi gold. Take us in." They'd be like, oh, "What the?" <laughs> Um, you know, there are certain regions you can yeah, get away like, with. You know, we're kind of allies with Russia. Like, anyways, they are not happy. I mean, uh, they they are. They, he concocts a scheme, but everyone's a little bit on edge about it. But they're like, okay, we'll we'll, we'll try it out because there's there's like there's one, one way he wants yeah. to go. He's like, we can go this way, but he's like, what we need to do is avoid the shallows. Spoiler. Right. They end up in the shallows. They do not avoid that shallows. Yeah, and in one of the really weirdly unlucky turns, they're like. We are we're going to go to this one spot, and so they start driving along, and everyone's it's, uh, they have just enough people to drive the ship, and which they needed nine. Yeah, and the banker is like involved in this, but and so the banker starts to plant the seeds of like if we kill the engine guy, they'll have to surface. Like there's no other choice. And he's already, he's telling this to Mendelssohn. Yeah, he's already killed yeah. somebody else. Yeah, he's like, and so eventually yeah, he's just like, like hey, okay, kill him some money. I'm a serial killer. It's he's fine. like, I'll kill him. Yeah, and so it's kind of funny. Well, but, because but they, this, so like they're they're concocting the scheme, but at the same right before they like kind of follow through on it, because he's saying like there will be kind of one shot at this or whatever. Right. And so as they're concocting the scheme, they realize the sonar guys like stop, 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 and they're really close to the shallows. And they look on the map and like, where are we? And they're like totally away from where they were supposed to be. They totally overshot it. And now they're kind of just near this canyon. It's going to be eight hours or four hours or something mm-hmm. to go back around. And it's too much time. They basically, they don't even have like enough oxygen or something to do. Oh, they'd have to, they'd have to like charge the batteries. They don't have enough on the batteries to be able to be underwater. So they have to surface and they get captured. Or they can go through this super dangerous yeah. canyon that's yeah. only like 100, 100 meters, meters wide. wide. There's submarines like 40 meters wide or something. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like crazy. At first I was like, 100 meters, that's not so bad. And then I was thinking about the submarine. I'm like, holy shit. Like that's so crazy. Well, I mean, you're going blind. You're just going yeah. off sound. Yeah. They're going off sound. And so like, he's like, we're going to go down this thing. And of course the banker's like, you know, this is this is the time to do it. So anyways, they're going down this 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 canyon and they start to rub against the edge and they're hitting this edge and the banker's like, oh, no, like we're going to die. We're crashing into the wall. Like kill him now. So we have to surface. And they kill the Mendelssohn goes over and just, just kills him. Shanks him. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of funny because now Mendelssohn and the banker go up to the bridge and they're like, 
oh my god, when we hit that wall, he died. Yeah, he died. He totally and fell on a knife or something. Nobody uh, even for a second believed that. They're like, dude, you already yeah. stabbed another guy to death. Well, no, yeah, I guess like, he, you totally killed. He hit that him with guy. a wrench, but he hit him like oh, yeah. a million times. It's like he totally hit his head. They'd look and be like, his head is caved in. Like, <laughs> right. why is he it, did not bump his head on the wall. Why is your face covered in blood? Yeah, exactly. He was. He was covered in blood. He's like, he hit his head, and he's like, okay. So like, not for one second till they believe him. Like, you killed him. Mm-hmm. We are not surfacing. We're going to keep him going. And one guy who kind of works like the electronics doesn't really know what's going on because the engine guy was killed and something was already going a little off. They had set something off to get the engine guy to come out of the out of his like little engine hole. And so the guy doesn't know what's going on. He's like tapping these dials. He's like, I better fix this. And so he goes over and tries to fix it and causes a spark. And that spark lights oh, It just like blows out a whole blow, side yeah, of the And blows up the sub basically. So like... They thought they were going to surface, but basically at five seconds after killing the engine guy, the whole sub is totally fucked. And this is when they finally go into crush depth. Oh, yeah. They go into crush depth. Everything is getting fucked. They're running around. They're trying to, like, save the save the sub. Mm-hmm. And um, everyone's down there. And uh, the young guy gets hit in the head. So Jude Law, feeling like he, you know, needs to save this young guy, kind of drags him back into the torpedo. And we'll, we'll know. We'll see why. He's like, I got to take this guy back to the torpedo hold. And you're kind of sitting there like, hmm, I wonder why he's... <laughs> That's a really long it. way to drag That's somebody. weird. Why is he dragging him all the way back there? But in the end, you'll see why. And so everyone's back there. It seems it becomes clear that it's going to flood. And so the banker, like the dick that he is, yep. cl- just closes it right up. Yeah, he he's like, all right, I'm going to lock all you guys in Yeah, here. he's not even shouting like, come on, get out of there. He's, he's just like, like, boop. See you guys. Yep, closes it. And then a couple <laughs> other people are like, Wait, what the fuck? And he closes it on. They got like another person. It goes to the yeah. next one, and then when he closes a third one, his like belt gets stuck in, and he closes Which, it up. And his this belt is gets ridiculous. Stuck. He's totally stuck in here. But if your life depended on it, you don't, you can't like take your belt off. Yeah. Or I don't know if it was his shirt or his pants. Whatever. If it was my just take life, take it off. Yeah. Who cares about your self body image? Take it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just go. Well, but it's rule of a sub, right? He can't have his dick out, or else they'll think he's a captain. Oh, that's true. And then true. they're gonna stab him from mutiny. Yeah. So he dies either way. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That's just you know, sub law. That's is. why. That's what we're. That's why we're the experts here to inform all of you about that law. <laughs> and um, so the Russian guy who yeah. can speak English, like, he sees, sees this he's guy. Like, he's like, "Help me!" And he's like, nah, "I think you locked like thirty people back there." Yeah, or, no, I'm not. Like I'm not feeling it. Yeah. yeah. So he goes away. He locks the door. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do me. Yeah. And he drinks a diet coke, not a sponsor, <laughs> and heads to the yes, end of the hole. Not a sponsor. Not yet, yeah. yeah. And so he heads back, and so they're they're kind of sitting there, and he goes to Jula, and he's like, "Yeah, we're fucked. Like the whole thing is uh, is falling apart. This we're gonna die. We're the only ones yeah. left." And Jude Law at this Ooh, time, we got well, we got to be wrapping up. We're pretty close to the end. This we is are pretty good. And Jude Law is like, "Oh well, it just so happens that I have three escape suits." Yeah, and that was wow, like, perfect. And this is where the Russian guy's like, "You're a psycho." Like. <laughs> You, you are as, you are you are a horrible person because you only brought three escape suits and lied about it to everyone. You were going to use it for yourself right. and this young guy and no one else, and you suck. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and Jude Law kind of sit there. It seems like he's like, yeah, you're probably right. So he gets them into their escape suits, torpedoes them out. Now, one thing they say is like, I'm going to use. Don't worry about me. I'm going to use one, and then I'll use the internal. Oh, uh, Jude Law does. Yeah, I'm going to use the internal thing. And shoot out after you guys. So like, don't worry about me. And they're like, okay. And so they go up, and the young guys like, we got we got to wait for Jude Law. And the Russian guys like, there's no internal escape thing. 
He's not coming. Now, what's weird is when I read Hunt for Red October, and we'll see if it's, I don't probably they're not even going to do it in the movie because it's kind of a small part, but one of the Russian subs chasing Red October sinks, and only one person survives, and it's a cook because he climbs into one of the escape chutes like that. Well, there are escape and, tubes, and re- but these are himself. torpedo tubes. So they okay. said they said on this sub that there were oh not there were no escape tubes. tubes. Okay, so that's why because the escape tube in that one had an internal thing, and you basically you shoot yourself out and then you reset it or something like you you set it up in such a way that as you go out it'll reset itself so the next person can jump right. in and that and was one of the things well. with the age okay. of this sub they said there were no escape tubes. Okay, that, that, that kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah, because it wouldn't um, make sense on a um, torpedo tube to have some kind of like lever or something in there. Or I'm sure right, it I'm make sure sense, as they yeah. would say in. Britain a lever um right because <laughs> like you know it might get snagged on something when it's shooting out I mean I guess you'd think that maybe they would think like to have one of them have it and to be like safe about it because you think there would be a situation that maybe it would be useful to have like an internal one you right this this situation certainly I mean we <laughs> found that out and, and so, yeah so yeah Jude Law sitting there he's thinking about his wife and kid on the beach and basically how they hate him yep. for the most part and he's sitting there um, smoking a cigarette yep. which is good because we see a lot of people smoking in subs yeah yeah it's, it's accurate they are sitting outside the young guy and the and the Russian guy and all of a sudden a suit comes up and we like, got oh some, here we go and they swim on over to yeah. it it's and not it's, Jude Law. It's some gold. Oh, yeah. Which they're probably going to get taken from them immediately when they get picked up by a Russian boat who is like, why do you have this fucking Nazi gold that has literally Nazi symbols on it? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, when, you so, get, when you get it to land, it's going to be so heavy anyway. Yeah, like, it's, a real, it's a real dark movie, and they attempt to have this like nice ending. He's like, I'm going to be reunited with my the girl that I barely know that I impregnated. It's like, no, you're not. You're going to like the Hague and going to the international court and going to jail. <laughs> That's what's happening here. So yeah, I don't it's know. Do movie you... in a nutshell. Yeah. Well, I'll start off. Uh, are we doing ratings out of subs again? 12 inches? Is that how we're doing this one? Well, yeah, we always, well, you know, we've done the 10 inch, we go up to 10, but if then there's something that's like amazing, you'll give it that foot long. Give it that extra foot long. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not coming close to that. Um, I'm going to give it a 5.5. Really? Uh, pretty, yeah, pretty in line, you know, with other critics online or other audiences that have watched this movie. Uh, several things about it. It was just really annoying. I guess the difference is from, like, this one from everything else we've really watched, there's always, like, one captain that's in charge of everything. This just seems to be a whole bunch of civilians, and there's really no chain of command, you know? It's just almost anarchy on the sub the whole time. And because mm-hmm. of that, that's when I really feel like some of the characters get really annoying. <laughs> and it's just, I, I, that definitely takes into a part of their downfall because a lot of these other movies that we're watching, yeah, mutinies sometimes do happen, but it's always the one character that pulls everything through and they always have like a decent ending. And uh, that's not the case here because everyone's egos just all get in the way. So that was one thing that really frustrated me. And I guess the other thing that really kind of just tickled me the wrong way was just some of the little the little things, you know, like the crush depth when I thought they were in a really shallow part of the Black Sea. Next thing you know, they're down in crush depth, like over 300 meters. When they were actually going down to crush depth, you can hear them all start yelling and screaming like we thought all of their heads were going to explode. Then all of a sudden it just stopped and they <laughs> they just, oh, OK, well, we made it and now the ship's ex- crumbling in on itself we better go save it and it just 
everything when they started yelling and screaming just completely stopped. <laughs> so I don't know. It was just it was just little things like that that just I, you know I like to look at the little things for some of these things. And in this movie, I think it was trying to take a little bit more of a serious tone. I thought they could have done it a bit better. All right. Yeah, I didn't even. I guess I didn't even consider that when they were going down a crush depth because everybody was like, "Oh my ears!" You know the pressure, and then that did just seem to go away. Yeah. I mean, I understand, you know, they want to go hunting for gold, but it still doesn't even make sense why they tried going or why they tried to get him to go do it by firing him <laughs> and then blackmailing his friend to go do it. I don't know. It, that I wish they would have explained that more, but it was – I just thought it, there was – besides for them going to find it, there was no other motivation. It was just a weird story. That part was odd because, I mean, we didn't – we also didn't get – that he was really hard up for cash. I mean, we know he was just like only given $8,000 for his settlement, but you weren't, I guess maybe he did it because he wanted to give his family a better life. Yeah, but the uh, his wife that had left him married some rich dude. That's true. It didn't really make him seem like he was strapped for cash or living a hard life at all. No. So, I don't know. It's just little things like that. I wish there was a little bit more backstory, too. Okay. So that's why I'm giving it a 5.5. I mean, other than that, like the underwater scenes were definitely pretty cool. And that uh, even though it was an older submarine they were on, I guess I looked at it. It's a Foxtrot class submarine. Oh, hold uh, on. slow your roll there, bud. Oh, is that what you're going to talk about? Because <laughs> I, I got a fun yeah. fact. Um, oh, and, cool. And you, guys know, for it. and you guys know this. Several years ago, when I was out in California. I went to Long Beach and I went on a submarine. You went on the Foxtrot? I went on the Foxtrot. That's what it was. You guys remember when oh. I had that when I had that giant four-shot shot glass or whatever, and it was called the Captain? Yes. That That's where I got it from, off of this thing. It wasn't the same. No. I don't, I don't think it was the same one, but it was the same kind. So I've been in the Fox Cot, the same kind of uh, submarine, this Foxtrot class. That's flipping awesome, dude. Yep. So it was pretty tight. I don't remember... I, like, I remember I was ducking a lot trying to crawl through everything, but I don't remember the layout. So I don't remember if, like, this one that they were filming on or whatever they were using to film on, I don't know if it was exactly like the one I was on or not. Is that where you say your just intense, burning love for submarines came from? Uh, no, but it definitely added fuel to the fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it, I've always it was had a going love. long before that. Yes, it just, uh, just added more to it. So, but other than that, yeah, I get, like I said, 5.5 for me. So I probably would sit it at around a seven, something like that. Um, just because I do think the acting was good. I liked the modern spin on the submarine movie. And it's, it's one of those ones where it's a heist movie, right? Like, and we've talked about the idea that most sub movies are kind of the same, like from the world war era, it was like just a world war movies. Mm -hmm. And then we have a bunch of other cold war movies and we have some that are like, uh, uh, kind of, uh, war games. Like those are kind of the three ones we've seen. Oh, and then theoretical submarines, like futuristic submarines. Right. But like there's, there's, but kind those are room. the futuristic ones are few and far in between. Yeah, and, but th- there's a little bit of room in the world for some more genre submarine films, like a horror film or a serial killer film or yes. like a whatever film. And this as being kind of a, uh, I mean, a sadder, let's be realistic, a sadder version of a heist film. It was still a heist film. I mean, they could have, yes. I mean, it could have ended very well for everyone. And then they are walking down the street in suits uh, at the <laughs> like end. Driving Lambos. Yeah, and... exactly. Like, oh, we got that. Uh, or like, yeah, in the end, they think they didn't get any gold. But, you know, lo and behold, 
another one pop they're all sitting there in their escape suits like damn and then like another escape suit pops up and there's uh-huh. like enough gold and they're all just like oh fucking yeah here we go and so and they, they kind of survive but this is this is at least that different genre and I, I enjoyed that i do think it was a little bit of a downer film and i, I wasn't super into that i like my films uplifting it was at times tough to watch and it's tough to watch people you don't uh, like or kind of respect uh, as the main characters and Jude Law's character turned out to be um, kind of a rough going. Um, I wasn't, I thought he was kind of terrible as a person and as right, a but his act, you didn't like his acting? No, his acting was good. His acting was good. But it's tough. Like it's, it's similar, like, you know, something like Breaking Bad, people are like, oh man, like antihero. I love this antihero. Like I, that, I just, it doesn't do it. I mean, I'm not into like rooting for someone who's a bad person. Right. I and gotcha. in the end, it's pretty clear. You get a clear enough picture that he is a terrible person who ruined his own life and then ruined the life of like 12 other people, mo- mostly just to get revenge on his old company. And the, and, and the that's last, terrible reason yeah. to, to do that. So like, yeah, I, I, it's tough for me to root for someone like that. And that's why I probably downgraded to, to like around a seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's in, it's it's kind of what I would like to see more of in submarine films. Right. Doing something different. This is a very different submarine film than it the is. other ones we're going to watch. It is. Yeah. All right, Zach, how about you for your recap? What are you going to give this thing? Well, you know, uh, this movie, I like this movie. It was an entertaining movie. I'd give it about a six inch on a six inch subscale. Or, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> on a 12 inch. <laughs> on a, out of a 12 inch. <laughs> you know, I liked it. I, I, I'll watch it once. I'll never watch it again. Um, I didn't even realize it was Jude Law until after I looked it up. I like Ben Mendelsohn because I like Ben Mendelsohn. What else have you seen him in? Ben Mendelsohn, I've also seen him in Rogue One. Okay. The TV show Bloodline on Netflix. Mm-hmm. He is also in another movie with Nicolas Cage. I think it's called Trespassers or Trespassing with Nicole Kidman. And he's going to be the bad guy in the upcoming Steven Spielberg movie, Ready Player One. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Anything you particularly liked, didn't like about it? I really, uh, I thought the entire movie was pretty weird with uh, Jude Law getting that 18-year-old boy on there. That was kind of weird. He was really into him. Yeah, like, like a lot. <laughs> so there's that. And I, th- I thought it was really cool was when they were on the Nazi U-boat. And they were like seeing the skeletons and talking about cannibalism. And then they actually found gold. I never even thought they'd actually find real gold when I first started watching it. <laughs> you so, thought it was just going to be a disaster the whole way through? Like some, yeah. some pirates already came and took it? Oh, yeah. You know, but it was there and it looked beautiful. So would I recommend this movie for a casual Sunday drive? Yes, I would. <laughs> for those of you who watch movies while you drive, like Zach. <laughs> It's a great Sunday movie drive. (laughs) And that's all I got. All right. For me, I'm going to rate this movie a little bit higher than you guys. I particularly like this movie. I'm giving it an 8.5. Jeez. Uh, Whoa. I know. I know you guys probably think that's a little high, but I loved the tension between the Russians and the British. I thought the acting was really well done in this movie. That's what a lot of people said online is the acting outshined the plot. But um, I thought it was just great performances. Plot was all right. I mean, I know we've talked about it. Things didn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense. Why the heck is his old company setting him up? But I enjoyed watching this movie, you know, a little more modern day cinematography and some of the other ones we've seen. I just really enjoyed it. I'd highly recommend checking it out. 
not everybody's going to just love it because it, it is a disaster movie, but good action. Uh, I mean, not maybe not action, but tension between all the people on the sub. All right. So what do we want to go into next? What do you guys... Uh, what are you jazzed about? I got I got some trivia. Got the different subs to talk about. Alex, I don't know if you got any news or not. Yeah, I got two quick articles I can actually do. Um, Let's do the news. Yeah, I couldn't find any one that was really big or breaking that was long enough to take up a, a good section, but I found two really short ones that's actually kind of neat. So, uh, <laughs> isn't it weird just before you even start how much news there is on submarines? Today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, I think a lot of it's driven by this first article I'm going to be reading. But obviously, everybody knows that you know, there was an Argentinian uh, military sub that went missing with 44 people on board, I don't know, a couple months ago. And everyone's been scrambling to try to help find this. So I found another news article that just came out. And it says, <laughs> believe it or not, uh, local police in Argentina actually raided the military compound uh, or the naval base where this ship launched out of. Um, and this was all given under orders by a local judge in the area because the judge thinks uh, that the Argentinian Navy is hiding information from people. So Are I you don't, serious? Yeah. So I'm not exactly for sure how some judge has enough jurisdiction to order the police <laughs> to go <laughs> and raid a military, military thing. Yeah. Wow. So I'm looking forward to see if there is any more information that comes out of it. But they said that this just happened. And it looks like it's part of the investigation into the disappearance of the sub here. And hopefully they're looking to see if that there's anything that could have been found. You know, some information that has come to light. I don't know if this was new or old to some people or not. But, you know, this ship that or the submarine that went lost has went through two different stages of upgrades. One in 2008 and one in 2014. And during this time, that sub was actually cut into two. So they could make these changes for what they had to do. And Oh my God. And during this, yeah. Yeah, it changes the uh, engines and batteries. And some of the, the local theories right now uh, think that part of the explosion uh, that they heard for this ship going missing was due to battery malfunction. So they're looking into the information from the previous upgrades to see if these batteries have any known issues or if this could have led to uh, the explosion that ultimately sank the ship. I thought that was pretty strange that uh, local police were <laughs> invading a military base, but whatever, it happens. And then That's the, uh, really hardcore. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, nothing has come of it yet, though, so we'll keep an eye on that for everyone listening. Uh, the next one, though, the USAA Navy, they actually get their sixth Virginia-class submarine over in Hawaii right now. Uh, have you talked about these kinds of subs before, the Virginia-class, Kyle? Uh, no, I have not yet. Okay. All right. Well, people will have something to look forward to at some point, <laughs> but this is, uh, some of the newer subs and right now in Pearl Harbor, where this one is going, they've got 20 total subs and this is their 20th one that they're bringing over here. And it costs $2.7 billion to make. So, uh, looks like the U S Navy still staying pretty strong, keeping a presence in the Pacific, uh, ocean. And, uh, this sub should definitely help them. I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, that they're adding another one, and it's called USS Missouri. Did they say, oh. wait, are they building this, or is it like, why are they... Nope, just they just added another one. Oh, why are <laughs> so, they sending it over there? Do they say anything, or just... I guess it was just supposed to go to the Pacific Fleet. That, it doesn't really say why right. or, or what they're going to be doing, obviously, but... Uh, Interesting. 
Mm-hmm. It's they said they've got twenty uh, subs over there, and it's the largest concentration that they've had in the Pacific. So, makes you wonder what's going on. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Keeping us safe. So yes. those are my news articles for today. Uh, All right. Yeah, pretty interesting. Now, Zach, you were down in Argentina. I I spent a minute down there. Yeah. What you got any special take on this whole sub situation? Well, you know, being a tourist, to, you know, to being a tourist, country. being a tourist, and the fact that I was there before the event even happened, uh, I have a lot to say, Kyle. Good, I'm glad. <laughs> um, you know, my experience in Argentina is is that a lot of the people are not too worried about submarines. <laughs> in fact, I never heard anybody even mention the word submarine. <laughs> so that while wasn't I was down there. That wasn't part of like your, uh, you know, I was. When you go to a new country or something, you're supposed to learn some of the terms. Uh, you didn't learn the word submarine before you went? Uh, I did not learn the term submarine before I left. I, uh, you know, We focused <laughs> on um, food. Oh, probably where to find I did, the bathroom I, I or did, something? however. Yeah, you know, El, el, um, el Bathroome. And, um, <laughs> and I did see a poster for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie because it was Tortugas. <laughs> No way. Four turtles. Yeah. It said Tortugas on it? Tortugas. Yeah. The Isle of Tortuga. Okay. I didn't actually go see it, though. Wow. So the ad campaign did not work for you? Nope. I chose to uh, experience other things. Oh. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tourist perspective of the Argentinian sub-crisis. <laughs> Brought to you by <laughs> Zach Watson. <laughs> I think it's nuts when they're doing these repairs like you talked about, Alex. They're like, well, let's just cut it in half and work on it this way. (laughs) Yeah. There's no way that'll compromise the integrity of the hull. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's crazy. Zach, do you have Zach facts? I do have Zach facts. Do you want some Zach facts? Uh, Actually, my – hold on. We'll do those last. My trivia and subs worldwide kind of tie right in together, so it'll actually – be kind of fun for you guys, I guess. Oh, I am hoping to have some fun. Ooh, cool, cool. All right, so first trivia fact for this. It's kind of the lamest one. There's not a whole heck of a lot of trivia on this movie. So some of the shots for this movie, particularly in the Ukraine portion, were made possible because they were being shot on a Canon EOS C500, which is like a small uh, handheld-type camera, and the director and his cinematographer were going out scouting, looking for locations, and they just brought this with. And good thing they did because they ran out of money, so they couldn't go back to Ukraine to shoot some of the scenes, which was kind of interesting. So they used this handheld camera, and they actually used the footage in the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I was like, well, how much is this handheld camera? Because they kept really touting it, and he's like, how much does this this thing cost? I looked it up. It's like a $5,000 handheld camera. I'm like... Dang. All right, that's that's pretty expensive. Um, Jude Law spent three days on a British submarine to prepare for his role in this movie. <laughs> no way. Yes. You kidding me? Not. That's oh. not, that sounds like a Zach fact type thing, but that's <laughs> yeah, we'll find that out later. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. And so, uh, <laughs> filming for this movie took place in the River Medway, which is a river in southeast. England, and the submarine that was used for the filming is called the Black Widow, 
It's an old Soviet sub for the Foxtrot class. Ah. Which brings me into subs worldwide. I figured why the heck not talk about the Soviet Foxtrot class. So, these are diesel-electric patrol submarines. First one was built in 1957, and the last one was completed in 1983. By the time the last one was completed, these things were basically obsolete anyways. Gosh. <laughs> Why wouldn't you hate it? You're like, ah, oh, we just built that, and it's we can't even really use it. You know, there's some unlucky Russian captain that got one of these right when it was built, and he's so ticked <laughs> off because he's like, there's better ones out there, but he gets stuck right. with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. He's like, I wish I would have... <laughs> Screwed up in school and been held back a year. I would have got a better one. <laughs> uh, so this sub actually has three screws on the back, which makes a lot noisier than what the Americans were building. And so, Alex, you were talking about when you were on the one, yeah. how you're like kind of ducking around. It's hard to remember the layout. With these submarines, two out of the three decks were dedicated to batteries. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. Like, that's... Ridiculous. So, this gave the submarine an underwater endurance of 10 days, but due to the weight of the batteries, it slowed the average speed while it submerged. Average speed, two knots. Like, dang. Wow. Crawling. So, that was pretty accurate to the movie because in the movie, I think they were going like two, three knots underwater. Yeah, it was going three for when they were trying to run quiet. Yeah, okay. Jeez, that's pretty darn close. That is crawling. Wow. Yes, it is. (laughs) And so, (laughs) all right, so these are 294 foot long. They have two diesel engines on them, which are each, uh, oh, sorry, they have three diesel engines, which are 2,000 horsepower apiece. They have three electric motors, uh, two of which are 13, or sorry, 1,350 horsepower, and the other one's 2,700 horsepower. Max speed when surfaced, this is max speed, 16 knots. Max speed when submerged is 15. It has 10 torpedo tubes and 22 torpedoes on board. So something that was, um, uh, this was kind of cracking me up when I was reading this. So we talked about them being obsolete. Russia made these subs. And for whatever reason, they gave one to Ukraine in 1997. And it hadn't been operational since 1991. So Ukraine was like, this thing sucks. And they tried to sell it in 2005, but they couldn't. <laughs> like Nobody wanted it. And so they decided, all right, it's time to repair it. And so they got it all repaired, and it was operational in 2013. But then Russian annexed the Crimea Peninsula in 2014 and got the sub back. <laughs> But then they're like, we don't want it. <laughs> like, we already gave this away one time. Yeah. We don't want those, it anymore. <laughs> those things were obsolete when they were still making them. They don't want yeah. it 30 years later. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Oh, man. And man, so, oh, sorry, what are you saying? I was going to say, that's crazy. Right? Isn't that weird? You didn't hear about that when the whole you know peninsula was annexed. You didn't hear about the Foxtrot class sub. Uh, yeah. I wonder if that was like a really big problem for like people over in Russia or Crimea, this issue with the sub. But for us over in the other side of the, he- the world, like pff, 
no one cares. <laughs> so they probably just don't even bother mentioning it in the news. <laughs> so that thing has three screws on it, huh? Yeah. Makes it loud. It would make it real loud. Goodness. All right. So something that uh, I was thinking, because, you know, Jamie's not here. He's on vacation right now. But he's, a, he's often asked a lot of, like, questions. Would you rather see these actors in this role? So Jude Law is the British actor. He was born in the 1970s. Now, tell me if you guys would have, with these actors are all born in the 1970s, with one exception. They're all British. And no, it is not Ed Harris. Um, <laughs> it's a different, different. Okay. Okay. So, all right, we'll just start. Uh, tell me what you think. Would you guys have liked to see them better in Jude Law's role? So Jude Law was born, I want to say it's like 1972. Okay. Um, Born in 1977, Tom Hardy. Oh, man. Oh, I like him a lot. He'd be good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I say yes. You would have liked him better than Jude Law? Yep. Okay. 100%. 100%. All right. Born in 1979, James McAvoy. Yes, I love that guy. Man, he's good, too. I don't know if he would be good in the main lead, but I could definitely see him in the movie as one of the other guys. Okay. All right, yeah, maybe not necessarily even like Jude Law's role, but would you like to see this person in the movie, I guess? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. He would be great. He's a definitely, yes. yes. Maybe we should stick to just Jude Law's role. Who knows? All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, born in 1971, Ewan McGregor. Oh, man. Okay. You're throwing some... Good ones at us. All right. He, he's a definitely yes for me. You think better than Jude Law, though, for this role? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I don't Man. know. I don't I know. I think Jude Law I, did really well. But I've, I like Ewan McGregor a lot, but I don't know if he would be good as a captain, though. I'd like to see him in the film. I'd like to see all of them in the film together. That would be really great. <laughs> uh, no. Not as Jude Law's character, no. Okay. All right, born in 1970, Warwick Davis. <laughs> no. <laughs> Willow himself. You can hear Zach Googling it right now. Yeah, he's like, who I is Warwick to, Davis? I had to real quick, and I know exactly who he is, and I'm going to say yes. <laughs> All right, and for people who don't know who he is out there, he is, uh, isn't he Mini-Me? No, no, he's not Mini-Me. Oh, he's not? No. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He's He played the Leprechaun for the Leprechaun movies and Willow in Willow. Okay. Anyway, it's uh, one of those. Yeah, it's not many men. Okay, one of the short guys then, but uh, yeah, I know exactly who that is. Nope. No? No. All right, and then this guy was not born in the, in the 70s, but he would have been alive at the time of filming. Now... Captain's role, Alan Rickman. God, yes. No, I don't think so. I don't think he'd be good. No? No. I think it would have been sweet. Way better than Jude Law. All right. We got differences all over the place. Yeah, what about you? You didn't, you didn't say anything for what you thought. Who do you think? Out of, I thought Jude Law did a really great job. You wouldn't replace any of them at all? I don't know. I didn't. It's hard for me to tell because he just had some of those scenes like where he's holding like he's holding the gun at the guy and he's just got these like dead eyes and I'm like 
Wow, he like literally looks crazy right there, which is what he wants you to think. So I was like, he's doing really great. I th- I don't know. I don't know if I would have replaced him at all. Okay. But would I have liked to seen these other guys in the movie? Yeah, they would have been yeah, great in the movie. For sure. It would have been insane to have a weird star-studded cast for uh, a submarine movie, but I would have enjoyed it. Well, some of the movies we got coming out do have some big names in it, though. So. Oh, yes, they do. But not not a big star-studded cast like this one, but man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jude Law, Tom Hardy, James McAvoy, Ewan McGregor, and Warwick Davis, and Alan Rickman <laughs> as the sonar guy. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> His last project. <laughs> oh, man. So... I think it's time to take this thing. Oh, wait, wait I have, what, are we, what are we doing? Are we doing... Are we take it to the Phantom Zone? Yeah, yeah, there yeah, we go. Yeah, we Engage go. the Phantom. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's kind of interesting because uh, next episode's going to be, spoiler alert, it's going to be K-19, but they both share some similarities. Ooh, so it's perfect. actually... Yeah, so... <clears throat> that didn't make it nice for your homework then, huh? Yeah, it made it real easy, um, especially <laughs> since, yeah, I kind of did this last minute. Uh, but yeah, so we have Jude Law in this film, right? Yes. Uh, so Jude Law is in a little film called Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Have you ever heard of that one? I've heard of it. I've never yeah. seen it. So it's kind of a stylized war movie, and in it, he flies a plane, and that plane happens to also be a submarine. No so way. At some point, yeah, at one point, it dives into the ocean, loses its wings, and becomes a submarine. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. awesome. And they even have things online about how it was designed for the movie to be such. How do they design the submarine that's also a plane? Like, blah, 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 blah. So I don't think it's a major part of it, almost like... In Batman, which one? Batman Forever. Hey, the Bat, there's Bat plane oh, becomes yeah. a submarine, and for one second, for like literally five seconds, they're like, "Oh man, it's a Batman submarine!" And then the Batman submarine gets like exploded by a mine, and they're like, "Damn!" And I was like, "Whoa, that was literally five seconds of a submarine." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he shoots out. He shoots out as a torpedo, Batman, and oh, then it explodes. Right. Yeah. It's like, so how stupid. much was invested in that scene? <laughs> Yeah, to blow it up. It is terrible, but uh, so this is this is somewhat similar, I think. Uh, I've actually haven't seen the film, but anyways, it's one that gets a submarine uh, mark on IMDb, so I count it. Perfect. Yep. And in that film uh, is Michael Gambone, and Michael Gambone is the narrator in Hail Caesar. Oh. And we all know how this one goes as we go from Hail Caesar, which mm-hmm. we used for uh, Agent uh, Agent Red. Yes. Uh, we can go straight from there all the way through. So wow. it's, a, it's a very easy jump this time. Sky That's Captain, crazy. Hail Caesar. Um, yeah. And so that was an easy Phantom Zone. No Although kidding. I think the thing is I keep on building on each of these movies to the point where if I really wrote this one down, there might be like 18 films connecting all the way to Phantom in the end. And there probably would be. Because each time I'm kind of entering into a previous one I've done That's that true. also enters into another one I've done, that enters into another one I've done, kind of. If it works, it works. It works. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Ed Harris. Yeah. All the way through. Zach, do you have Zach facts for us? I do have some Zach facts for all those Zach fact fans. Cue the music. Zach facts. All right. Thanks for that. <laughs> Zach facts for the movie Black Sea. Uh, 2014 British America disaster thriller directed by Kevin McDonald. Zach Fax. Okay. Director Kevin McDonald wanted all his earnings to be delivered to him via a submarine. However, on its way to delivery, it began taking on water and sank. Fact. 
was was he also paid in gold bars? <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> Darn it. Why on a submarine does he live on an island? <laughs> <laughs> I could not find out where he lived. <laughs> He doesn't have like a fan club mail address or anything like that. <laughs> They're gonna mail all of his earnings to his fans. <laughs> okay. Fact number two. Originally, the gold was supposed to be real in the movie. However, due to the nature of the film, the director decided to go against this. Fact. Still his little prop gold. Yeah, yep. It's all fake. You could definitely tell. Nobody even nobody even bit into it. <laughs> well, we saw one guy kissing it. He kissed it, but he didn't bite it. Are you uh, supposed uh, to bite uh, it? I, I think so. But he kissed it, and then he put it in the torpedo tube. Or was he taking that out? I think he, he was, was taking, taking it out. out. Yeah, I think that's what he was doing. But, hmm, interesting. Okay, fake gold. <laughs> all right. <laughs> fact, fact number three. The opening cinematics cost roughly $39 million before taxes. Perfect. That's just like the old footage of like Nazis and the boats. (laughs) (laughs) I guess rights are expensive, right? Yeah. PBS was running low on free stuff they give out to people. Yeah. Charged them. Brought to you by viewers like you and Kevin McDonald in the movie Black Sea. All right, here's a good one. Hold on to hold on to me while I read this fact, boys. All right. Before Jude Law was cast as the lead, there were talks with Ed Harris to play the son of his character in Phantom. However, he would have appeared too old. Fact. <laughs> so Jude Law was going to be Ed Harris's son. Yeah, originally. I thought it was a daughter at the end of Phantom. <laughs> oh, hell. Um, <laughs> sometimes I get my facts wrong, and I'll admit that. <laughs> I would have loved that. The end of that movie, when Fickner's like walking Ed Harris's wife to the sub, and it's just like, wait, is that, is that Jude Law on her arm? What is going on? <laughs> all right got a couple left fact there were talks of a prequel called blackie seas which would focus on the character blackie however this idea was dropped why was his name blackie he was he was the friend right at the beginning the the one russian guy at the bar I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Was he? The, oh, was he the one who got stabbed and shot? Yeah, he was the one that stabbed and then burned. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, it's not. Sorry, not shot. Nobody got shot. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's. Why was that his name? I don't know. They never did describe <laughs> that. Hence, why we needed that prequel. But <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. Now. <laughs> we will never know. It's the worst. Oh, There's man. also a guy in. Um, the Hunt for Red October, who's named Blackie. I was like, why are you probably shouldn't be doing this in these books or movies? Different times, man. Different, Different times. times. Like 2014, this movie was made. <laughs> <laughs> it's like four years ago. Probably even closer to three and a half. I don't know. Is that like a famous Russian name, though? Like Blackie? Or like a popular one? 
You Google like, it. See what comes up. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, here's another Zach fact. The Russians were not actors and were not told this is a movie. <laughs> fact. <laughs> so they really wanted to kill this poor 18-year-old. Because yeah. <laughs> they thought he was a virgin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my God. And then when he, like, turns the valve wrong and sprays him with exhaust, he's just like, what the hell did you just do? <laughs> they take over half the sub. They got to rewrite parts of the movie to get it to work out. They're like, this is solid gold. Thank you, guys. <laughs> okay, here's the last Zach fact. Um, and to our listeners out there, you might have to um, fact check this yourself with uh, some trivia that Kyle gave us earlier. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Jude Law was going to spend 365 days in a submarine to prepare for this role. However, he stopped after two hours. Fact. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so which one's telling the truth? <laughs> so which one's the fact? <laughs> fact or crap? Oh man! You man, you're just like gearing up, telling all your buddies, "What are you doing?" Well, I'm prepping for this role. I'm gonna go stay in a submarine for a whole year. <laughs> right. Two you're, hours later, you show <laughs> up at the bar that night. So what happened? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and there you go for Zach Fax. <laughs> all right. Great. Thank you. Thank you very much for them, Zach Fax. So I mean, what do you guys think? You guys, I think you guys say you recommend it, but I don't think you guys would watch it again. Oh, I'd probably watch it again, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'd recommend all of these sub movies to enthusiasts, even so. Agent Red. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Maybe that's to like bad movie enthusiasts. You know, it's really funny. I was actually talking to somebody else uh, about this podcast, and I mentioned that we had done Age or we had done this Dolph Lundgren movie, and that it was really bad. And the guy immediately said. Oh, was that Agent Red? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I've seen that years ago. <laughs> like people, I guess people out there actually know about it, but they never talk about it. So, because <laughs> they're part of like this secret society, and <laughs> they want to know if you're in on it. Right. He might have been a, a big Dolph Lundgren fan too. You never know. <laughs> He's just got a shirt on underneath says, "Don't screw with Dolph." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. My right. God, yeah, I'd recommend it. Why not? I think I'd recommend it. I think it's good. I enjoyed it. I liked the tension a heck of a lot better. I, I mean, you guys liked Hostile Waters, and I was not a fan. But yeah, I mean that one, that one had a lot of tension too, right? But it was more situational. Yeah, like with actual captains and mutiny and stuff. This was just like no. Remember, they were gonna do the mutiny, but they never did. Right, right, but. It compared that was that was like military stuff though. This is just like a bunch of gold diggers just like <laughs> fighting should, with each other. <laughs> that should have been the theme song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been a good Zach fact. Zach you missed on that one. I did miss whiff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all I got, guys. All right, I oh. think that's about it. Unless you guys got anything else. Well, that's it for this week. Hope everyone enjoyed it. 
Thanks for listening to Submersion. Find us on SoundCloud and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.